<laughs> so annoying. Well, so this is episode 50, 56 of the Good Friends Podcast. Holy shit. Like, okay, no big deal. Holy shit. Um, let's see. We're almost we have 60. A rod, <laughs> we have a Rod revelation already today. Right. Uh, Boy, Rod was unaware <laughs> the time frame when mosquito bites show oh. up after <laughs> you get bit initially. Is this a new segment that every episode now is going to open with you, a Rod revelation, something else stupid about me that <laughs> you managed to not know? <laughs> like... Yeah, just some, like, ridiculous question that you ask me, right, as we kind of, like, start to sync up about the episode, and it kind of just leaves me flabbergasted each time. I mean, look, I've been bitten by a lot of mosquitoes in my day, um, but literally, like... The gangbang that took place in Prospect Park yesterday. Like, what is How many mosquito uh, bites total do you have? What? How many mosquito bites in total are you suffering right. from? As, as we speak, okay, I'm going to count them live on air. One, okay. two, three, four, five, six, um, seven, eight, nine, mm. ten. Wow. That's one leg. <laughs> Whoa, really? Yes, 11. Now I'm on the other huh. leg. 12. Holy crap. Like, bitch, like, what is this? 13! 14! <laughs> you you mentioned to me that you got gangbanged by mosquitoes, and I assumed you got bit by, like, three. Oh, my God, no, they ran a damn train on me. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. what happened? Why am I dying? The train that didn't get run over you at my bachelor party? I know, the mosquitoes, they like, heard. heard about they it. They heard, and they picked up the slack. I mean, right. this isn't bedbuggish just because they don't, like, that was my first thought, but, like, I panicked because I was like, I this must have happened yesterday between the hours of like three thirty and like six. But do they take a while to like really illuminate themselves? I don't know. I guess to really like puff up. Like I didn't notice I, that. Like I kind of itched, but it wasn't that big of a deal after yesterday. And then this. I have so my my body is so fleshy and and uh, and kind of like uh, soft that the mosquitoes don't really love me because they sink their little. They're a little poker into my body, and it's just, uh, it's just like, blubber. Right. Right. Right, and I have, like, hairy legs, so, like, I don't always... I can't always trust that what I'm feeling is, like, a bug on me, because it could just mm. be, like, a br- like a light breeze. <laughs> right. It's so annoying. I want to sue. Yeah, we should sue someone. Literally, as I was counting them, I screamed, I'm going to call the police, like, to myself. <laughs> I'm over this. I used to love Good. mosquito bites. Ugh, the good old days. That's a that's a that's a, a horrible stance. <laughs> I was pro. I was pro mosquito bite. I was like, they're not that bad. It feels kind of no. Good. That's horrible. No, no, that's horrible. <laughs> well, uh, I guess so. But now, yeah, between West Nile and Zika, they definitely need like a PR like yeah. cleanup. If you ask me, dude, like every major disease, like v- disease crisis is uh, the bottom line is always mosquitoes. Yeah, what is that about? Like, what do they do that's really good? What? Do they, are they, like, a good part of our ecosystem in any way, or are they just fucking nasty? I don't know. They, like, feed other bugs. Ugh, God, what? Like, stupid ones? Like a platypus? Like an <laughs> animal that, like, no one would even notice? Ugh. I don't know, like spiders? Spiders are important. Spi- right, exactly. That's why I was like, um, is it one of those things where I'm like, I loathe you, but I know you matter? Or do these things just yeah. not matter, and they're, like, awful? Look, dude, our ecosystem's such a very... It's such a delicate web that mosquitoes... Leaving would certainly affect it somehow. So, right. Yeah. Ugh, can bees pick up the slack? I'm just like, ugh, you guys are so. Dude, bees annoying. are almost on the way out. Is that true? Like, are they really almost gone? Well, or they, I mean, they, not, they go up and down, but that in and of itself yeah. is scary, right? But they have that weird, like, mite disease that they have a hard time figuring out how to stop it. Oh, for the mosquitoes? Like, doctors are trying to help, or for the bees? The bees, you mean? Yeah. Oh my god, so yeah. dark. They have. There's a. I saw that there's a way that they do it, like, totally just using sunlight to, like, cure the bees of the weird mite disease. Wow. They just make the, they make the beehives that, that beekeepers use. There's, like, a, a super high-tech beekeeper hive that kind of, like, just destroys all of them in one go. Oh, my using God. Using sunlight. Wait, I'm kind of obsessed. That's amazing. Yeah. Literally the That's power of cool. light. Right. Should I contact one of those people and shove my leg inside of, like, a light-infused beehive and hope these mosquito bites go away? It would probably just make the mosquitoes, like, um, um, populate. Uh, they, like, literally right. grow more powerful and like, hatch inside my leg. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm yeah. so annoyed. Ugh. And, of course, I was itching that without really realizing what was happening because I was half asleep. And then when I awoke, I was like, uh-oh. 
Voops. Friggin' voops. Was, like, kind of turned on, like, oh. <laughs> so gross. I'm turned so on. pissed off. All right. So that's violent. Uh, how are so you? That's violent. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm significantly I'm doing significantly better than you are. Okay. Wow. That's yeah. Brutal, I didn't but... get gang banged by mosquitoes, so that's that's a win. Mm, statistically, one in three people. But continue. Yeah. What are you up to? You're in Canada. Yeah. Visiting the old fiance. Old bag. The old bag. Old ball and chen. And uh, <laughs> let's see what else. What else am I doing? Kind of just living life, you know, man. You're living. You're loving. Finalizing some uh, some uh, wedding plans. I will say it's pretty surprising that you're going to be spending Fourth of July, America's birthday, um, in Canada, um, especially yeah. French can- French Canada. So, um, especially what? Especially like the French Canadian region. Yeah. I would call you a traitor in French if I could. Right. Mm. How do you feel about it? Okay. Well. Um, I mean, whatever. Call me what you want. Mm. Uh, you're you're not my judge uh-huh. nor jury, so you can go fuck yourself. Have you never heard the saying "Only Rod will judge me"? No, hmm. no. Actually, I've never heard that. A lot of people in prison get it tattooed on their back. Are you sure it's not only God can judge Sometimes me? Sometimes they get the R wrong, but it's because they're doing tattoos like on the go. Obviously, <laughs> I'm not gonna like fault them. The education system probably failed them. I'm not gonna be like, actually, you spelled it wrong. I get the gist. True, true, true. I'm empathetic. They definitely, we're going. Yep, it's true. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Maybe you can judge me. I don't know. I think I can. I think legally yeah. I can. Okay. That's something else I'm going to ask. When I get rich and famous and I have a lawyer literally on deck to like constantly sue like mosquitoes or like all these people, the, this is another thing that I will um, contact them about. Like, am I technically legally allowed to judge everyone? <laughs> My lawyer's like, it's 4 a.m. I'm like, mm hmm, Harold and. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And what's the problem? Like, literally so annoying. Um, um, I have, so, so I have a hate crime that I have yes, to get into. Let's get to the hate crime. Okay. I don't know what is going on over at Pepperidge Farms, <laughs> but <What>? somebody <laughs> has, like, put forth the law that, like, every single bag of goldfish needs to be, like, 50% less salty now. <laughs> okay? I grab a handful and literally, like, my thrill, like, my savory tooth is consistently, like, um, okay, like, when are we going to start snacking? And it's like, baby, we already did. <laughs> For 40 minutes I've been eating these, and not one of these is actually salty. All right. I have a couple thoughts on this. Good. First thought. what What is the deciding factor for you, specifically, when you're making the snacking choice mm-hmm. of goldfish versus cheeses. Mm. Cheeses are more of like a slow burn. Like, yes, I can eat a box in one <laughs> go and boy, do I. But there is something about their shape. You know, they're like kind of sharp edges. Like you have to be a little more careful. Like I think I have like two cheeses at a time. But like with okay. goldfish, I'm literally just thinking like texture and salt. Like flavor is irrelevant. I just like put my hand in and like dig like a shovel going in for dirt. And then just shove them in my mouth, and I'm just like, like I literally let them like dissolve in my mouth while my jaw like hangs open, and I'm like, it's it's true that the cheese it does try to at least attempt to feign a a cheesy taste, right, 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 right. Whereas the goldfish, it doesn't really specifically have like a, it's not supposed to like taste like cheese, is it? it's just yellow they claim that like the cheddar one should taste like cheese but we all know like it's as far from cheese taste as you can get the cheese that has like a tanginess that is like true about cheese i don't know what the goldfish is like going for but like usually that's what the excess salt masks that's what the salt's supposed to be right and honestly once they remove the salt i feel like you're unveiling the truth that goldfish is a lacking snack like Come on. I've known this since I was a kid. Like, when I was in, like, after school or, like, daycare or, like, summer camp the one time I did it, they would have those, like, huge boxes of goldfish. Like, they were, like, that you would open sort of like a milk yeah. carton. Do you know what I'm talking right. about? Yeah. And I would always complain to the camp counselors and be like, in the bigger things of goldfish, they're always very unsalty. Like, always. Because, like, the bags, like, the classic bag was the salty one. But now even that bag has followed suit. Are you sure this isn't just a one bag mistake? Maybe it's kind of like a 
uh, uh, manufacturing error. Um, that is the that is what my lawyer on deck, Harold, was hoping you wouldn't say because Mama's <laughs> begging for a suit. Yeah, maybe I do need to call. Maybe I need to give it one more chance. But this is not the first time I've had this problem. And the weirder thing is that the goldfish isn't just salty or not salty. It's like not salty in the same way that those other goldfish are. You know, as if it was, like, put in this bag from one of those big boxes. I can taste it on the tip of my tongue. I'm just like, something is being fucked with. I think that you need to... This is what I would do if I were you. Call the police, for starters. No, no. Way ahead of me. Okay. First of all, I think you need to line up some sort of George Costanza-esque taste test. (laughs) Yes, yeah. You need to get a box of goldfish from each... Uh, size variety. Mm-hmm. The little snack pack, the bigger kind of like foldable, typical Pepperidge Farms bag, whatever the next highest size is, right. the big ass carton right. that you usually get at camp. Test all those out. Mm-hmm. Write down your findings. Mm-hmm. And then that's where you can, after, if you find it consistently less salty across the board, then I think you're okay to start your loss. Right, right. Yeah. That's fair. Like, I basically need evidence. You do need evidence. Feel that. That's real. That's a good idea. I need a blind taste test. I need to, do, I need to like, good all this bitch. Like, you do. be in the corner with my <laughs> snacks. Like Avoiding eye avoiding contact. Avoiding eye contact with, like, everyone around me and the bags itself, obviously, because I don't want to, like, yeah. have a bias. Start tasting right. them, munching down. And, yeah, I actually think that's a really good idea. So I'm going to do the classic. I'm going to do, like, the to-go, like, foil bag, which is absolute garbage. Yes. The classic bag that I love, like, the little, like, paper sack. Um, mm-hmm. The, like, slightly bigger sort of, like, reclosable bag that is, like, kind of new. Um, and then, like, the milk, like, the carton, like, the camp carton. Right. There's four kinds. And this chick knows what she wants. Yep. Here's here's something else I'll I'll... I'll posit to you mm-hmm. mayhaps pepperidge farms is concerned about the level of sodium in their snack and they're oh, trying to make it more healthy i was hoping you wouldn't say that but of course that crossed my mind now this is some michelle obama shit like make sure that they're a little like tea like you know chill them out a little bit like oh i'm sorry like am i getting goldfish and like hoping that they just miraculously became healthier overnight no mm. give me what i want they need uh they need nineties goldfish for 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 the uh, <gasps> older aging demographic. Whoa! Do you think that like retro snacks are just gonna be like the more unhealthy version of the thing once all these snacks become slightly healthier? I hope like a Crystal Pepsi resurgence, but it's gonna be like um like nineties goldfish, like ten percent more sodium and MSG, like just throw it inside. Dude, did you see that Crystal Pepsi's coming back? So really? it's definitely that's definitely a pops possibility. Yeah, wow, it's, it's coming back. It's in the air. That's like an 80s snack, so they're probably working their way into the 90s. Absolutely. It's just a matter of time. Mama mia. I have a bag of goldfish staring at me right next to a bag of, like, literally, like, earth food kettle chips made with olive oil and garlic. Like, 100% olive oil. Like, healthy alert. Ugh, fuck. You can go fuck yourself. Honestly, I'm like, who am I? Like, this represents my extremes so well. This, the snacks laying on my dresser. Yeah, I hope you get diabetes tomorrow. Um, <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> that is all Harold, my lawyer on deck, needs. Me coming in in a wheelchair like the people v. Pepperidge Farms. I will not stand to yeah. be the only victim of snack right. gauzy. And I will make sure that I take Pepperidge Farms down with me. That's my <laughs> press conference. <laughs> Look, I really do love the, um, the Pepperidge Farm cookies where it's the vanilla wafers... With the chocolate in the middle. Oh, so Milano. Keep those good. Yeah, Milano. Oh, I love, I love a raspberry Milano. I love classic Milano, and I love mint Milano. So keep that going. Please don't stop that. But everything else is fair game in my, in my book. Fair enough. So keep those going. I also like the chessmen cookies. You know those? No, I don't like those. Oh, wow. Okay, so those can go. <laughs> fair enough. All right. So that that's the end of Hey Crime of the Week, I guess, right? Yeah, I, I mean, one. it doesn't get worse. Th- oh, good for you. Basically, all I'm doing is suffering over here, and you're just thriving in Canada. Well, it's good to be white. Yeah, ain't it? Speaking of, (laughs) good segue into the disaster that unfolded 15 seconds after we hit record last week. Oh, oh yeah, Brexit? The Brexit, yes. 
You didn't like my shitty monologue where I started off coughing and sneezing? No, I literally loved it. <laughs> it was very empathetic. It made you chill and be like, oh my god, is everything okay over there? Um, no, I'm just annoyed that once again, news broke. Like, at, like, We should say we're recording this on a Thursday, and like, there's a good chance like aliens will land, and like Angela right. Merkel will get like assassinated like in the next like 25 minutes. So like, I don't know if this is the most newsy podcast, just because of our luck. Right. But we missed Brexit, but your intro was great, and I agree with it completely. I just wanted us to touch back on it and be like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. It's crazy. And today, Boris Johnson announced that he's not going to run as crazy. prime minister. What a twist. Uh, the Brexit vote was very surprising. Lots of dum-dums didn't even realize what the, U- uh, the EU was. What about that? That was the most outrageous fact that came out. That's actually not that surprising to me. Really? In what sense? In what sense? Well, I mean, it's not like they they still use the... Like, people are dumb. First of all, people are dumb. So that's like... Yeah, let's like start with that. That is a variable you cannot work around. People are just stupid. People are stupid. They don't care about stuff that's not immediately, uh, like, something that they have to deal with. So, you know, it's not like they use the euro in the UK. They still are on the pound. So, you know, I'm sure the average... A uh, person uh, isn't immediately aware of the effects that of the the EU uh, leaving the EU has on on, on Britain's uh, finances and, and uh, other stuff. Right, right, right. right. Feel you that. Know what I mean? Totally, totally. And the next day, the minute the pound dropped, everyone was just like, "Wait, we didn't see it coming." Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly like that. But we didn't see it coming. Everyone assumed a Cockney accent. Yeah, they devolved. Boy, did they. Ugh, so brutal. What are the chances that, like, anything positive will come out of this, genuinely? Slim? Uh, I don't know. Why can't they just re- Why can't they just, like, rejoin? I don't get that. Again? Like, one week later? (laughs) Yeah, why why not? Why not? Why not? Why, like, clearly everybody regrets it already. Everyone does seem to regret it, um, but wouldn't that just be, like, an awful precedent to be like, we don't like the vote? Well, guess what? What's worse, having bad precedents or fucking up the fucking European economy? I wonder. So what do you... You say that they should do... An, I mean, there's no way they're going to do another referendum. There's no way. Like, why can't they just be like... Si- stupid... The stupid thing is, is like... Didn't Tony Blair... I'm so... Or not Tony David Blair. David Cameron. Fucking, yeah, David Cameron. I can't believe that. Tony Blair. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that was around uh, the time of the last faulty-ass election, so he... Didn't... Pig fucking Prime Minister David Cameron, like, call the referendum. Didn't his party call the referendum in the first place? Um, yeah, but I don't think he actually expected. Oh, no, I don't know if his party was actually responsible for putting the referendum in place, but he had, what is it, like, Article 50 or whatever, like, written in in case it passed, just not thinking it would, right? I, 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 I'm just like, I don't know. It was just the, the morning. After that happened, I was just like flummoxed, like reading the 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 different hot takes on Twitter about David Cameron and then his involvement he, and like what his plan he's was. Like, yeah, he's like announcing it, talking about how this is the will of the British people, and then he's like resigning. But I, I mean, in one way it's like crazy, but in the other way it's like almost noble because he realizes like, look, I didn't want this. Right. The people that I work that I my uh, constituents didn't want this. I'm not going to be the one to go down with the ship, so... Right. Suck it, The resignation is logical. Yeah. He woke up to a completely different country that he was elected to run. Like, it almost doesn't make sense for him to, like, not resign, frankly. I almost wonder if um, Boris Johnson is the spirit of the pig he fucked and is, like, trying to get revenge. What do you think? Well, Boris... Didn't he... He today just said he wasn't going to run for PM. Yeah, he did, which is crazy. Was he... Is he, like, a... Is he just I trying to fuck things thing. over? Is he the pig? Is he, was he, like, one of the people who were pro-leave? Um, yes, he was, like, hugely instrumental in the campaign. He was, like, oh, really? he was, like, the face of it. Oh, was he? Yeah, that is why everyone compares him to Donald Trump, because it's, like, he was the one peddling, like, the xenophobia, like, one of the main people peddling all of, like, the sort of, the immigration element that, like, got so many of, like, the over-65 people to, like, vote for it. He was hugely Ugh. instrumental, and the idea was that he was going to certainly run for prime minister, and that it was, like, a power play to then, like, become <laughs> prime minister. Uh, Why didn't he do it? Like, psych! Yeah, literally, like, what a psych. Yeah. 
Well, that's exactly what's going to happen to Trump, so. Oh, I know. Um, what is it? Like 435? What's that like site called? Five thirty-eight, like released their like projected polls and says that like he only has like a twenty percent chance of like winning and Hillary Clinton has like a seventy-five percent chance. I don't trust polls as Brexit shows, but like was still kind of a refreshing bit of news to like wake up to. Dude, I'm surprised it's that high. Trump's campaign is like going down in flames. I know, but just wait till the debates start. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Did you see he's the majority of his campaign finance has been spent on hats? Um, I, I didn't hear that, but that makes me want to vote for him. You know I love hats. Oh. That sounds like literally something I would do if I was running for president. Literally. <laughs> you would be the David Cameron of voters because you'd vote for Trump and then you would get kicked out of the country. And be like, friggin' voops, like as yeah. I'm being like set across the border. <laughs> voops, can we do it again? Voops, like as the boat yeah. is like sinking. Ugh. That is so funny. We were definitely joking about how much money I would spend on hats, like, a couple episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might outspend, uh, I don't know if you'd outspend uh, Donald Trump's uh, campaign on uh, on hats. Well, that bitch claimed that he could self-fund the campaign. So if something, if a hiccup has come up, that's on him to figure out. It's stupid because, like, if he, yeah, he's dumb. He's, like, asking for donations. Ugh, loser. It's like, dude. Dude, you say you're worth all this money. Like, if you need money, you should just put it up. Right, right, right. And then, like, have a huge leg of your campaign basically get kicked out from under you. You couldn't even keep your, like, one promise to the people. You're not an outsider. You're just a loser. So, there's people speculating that he's probably not even going to, like, it's probably going to be, like, an uncontested uh, uh, presidential election. He's just, like, he's, like, already starting to fish for ways to pull out. Is that true? To pull out? Well, there's people speculating that he's like trying to already like fish around for ways to like pull out and ha- and save him save save some face. Oh wow! Can you imagine? That would be so embarrassing. There's no way for yeah. him to save face. Not really. Well, if he doesn't get if he doesn't have like the backing from the majority of the Republicans, which like he still kind of doesn't. He still does not. He could blame them. He could blame like the GOP. Right. Right. He could be like, oh, I didn't have a chance because I didn't have the backing from the majority of the party. Right. I mean, it's just funny because if that is to happen, whatever happens after Trump, hopefully, God bless, loses, like, his new base of supporters and fans, regardless of his loss, will be people who cannot afford to actually, like, invest in him as a person. Like, they're all, like, lower middle class, central, like, to southern, like, they're, like, in the center of the country or, like, the south, like... Those people are not pivotal players in the building of the Trump brand. You know? Like, what's going to happen to, like, Trump hotels? What's going to really happen to his brand? Don't you wonder? I hope it goes out of flames. Yeah, like, is he going to open, like, a really cheap resort in, like, Alabama? Like, where are the Trump fans in, like... Well, I've I've thought this for a while. I think this is all just one big parlay to, like, get a job at Fox News or something. Or, like, start his own TV network. Oh, my God. Like, a Trump Fox News. Can you imagine? Trump news. Trump news. He could easily parlay this into a network, like an own moment. Kill me. Totally. Totally. Actually kill me. And then people could just, like, enjoy what it is they enjoy about him, which is that he's, like, a loudmouth, like, buffoon and not actually have to, like, wait for him to pass legislation. Like, y'all don't actually care. You just are entertained. Nightmare. Well, Brexit. It is funny that every Brexit conversation leads back to Trump in some scenario. It is just, like, a nightmare the way these two things could potentially be mirroring each other. Doubtful, but, like, still worthy of It is kind of crazy how... It is kind of crazy how... Well, um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, politicians have been preying on the on the weak and uninformed for, for decades. It is true. I can't really, can't really say I'm surprised by this. It's now just easier because they have just as much swing as, like, the rich and the smart. Yeah. Nightmare. What are you typing? Are you are you sound like the girl with the dragon tattoo? Oh, <laughs> I just I, I forgot that I have to uh, a quick little th- a note to pass off to one of my minions at Bleacher Report. Oh my god! I just had an image of you literally having minions in your office, <laughs> like from minions. Despicable Me. <laughs> yeah, I have those. Minions. Can you? <laughs> but they're orange. Everyone has interns, and then you suddenly have three minions just running around right. passing things like. Yep. I hate the minions. Just I hate them so much. Col- collecting clicks. A lot of people hate BR, mm-hmm. so it's perfect. Right, right. People do. You know what? It is yeah. the first link that comes up on my Google anytime I search anything sportsy. Very rare, but Good. still. Good. Yeah. Keep clicking. I will keep clicking. I will never stop. I can't Good. stop, stop, stop. 
Um, okay, so from Brexit, we should just, we should say that this is, you know, the episode that is coming right before the beautiful holiday of this beautiful country. Yes, the fourth, the fourth, the U.S. fourth, the fourth, fourth of July. Yes. We wanted yep. to talk about how what we what we think about it, how much we love it. <laughs> Look, last time, last year, Fourth of July was awesome. I was super lit. We went to Coney Island, saw the hot dog eating contest. It was really gross. Uh, went on a roller coaster. Uh, I got really drunk and started dancing with random people. And uh, we went to the beach. And then we actually met up with you that night. Do you remember? Did we go to Barcade? Uh, no, you went to Barcade, and then me and Pam and you tried to get onto this like rooftop bar, and we were in the lobby of the of the hotel for like a, a crazy amount of time trying to figure out how to go up there, and we got like turned away at the door or something. Do you remember? that? I do remember that. But was that not after Barcade? Yeah, you were at Barcade. I think you were at Barcade there. too. No, I didn't. Oh, we did. You yes, did, go, we to did Barcade. go to Barcade. You came yes, after, but right. then you were like there for a while. You are right. You are right. I love Barcade. Right. Barcade's fun. Barcade is very fun. Um, that was a great July 4th. Here's the thing. I think July 4th is one of the holidays that, like, one of the few holidays that actually becomes more enjoyable the older you get. Huh. Every other holiday is always, like, a little more fun when you're younger. Like, Halloween is, like, the best example. Christmas is sort of, like, Christmas and Thanksgiving are sort of, like, always, like, Christmas, like, dips a little bit once you have to start buying the gift, but it's still always <laughs> enjoyable. Um, yeah, no one likes giving No gifts. one likes giving, you just like getting it. So when you're a kid, it's like, it's a real dream. And then when you're like a little older, yeah. you're like, ugh, okay. It, it, it evens out and becomes sort of just like a fun day. Thanksgiving is my yeah. favorite. It has also gotten better as I've gotten older, but I always loved it. So I don't really like know if it's actually fluctuated for other people. But July 4th was like, I was the most indifferent about it. Like I couldn't have cared less as a kid. I like, just would like go to the fair or like look for fireworks or just be like, already in the middle of the summer so you're kind of surrounded by like a three-month holiday anyway but as i've gotten older it is like legit at least since i moved to new york it has literally become my favorite holiday of the year Mm. i love it you can like feel it in new york it's emptier people are just having so much more fun it's like always warm it's so fun it's true everyone has fun on fourth of july everyone has fun on fourth of july um it is just like a good time july is a fun month do you think there's people who yeah what 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 who, who doesn't have fun on the 4th of July? Are there haters and or rainers on parade? Um, well, I will say that since you have politically chosen to leave this country on its birthday, that yes, there are haters such as yourself. Um, mm. There's definitely, like, I can't even imagine, like, what was 4th of July like during, like, um, like the opposition to, like, the Iraq War? Can you imagine? Where people just like, whoa, like, so cool that you're getting drunk. Meanwhile, this country is, like, betraying its name. Like, there are definitely people that lived for a quick soapbox moment yeah i mean i'm sure there's people that will do that that still do that because the united states is a very fucked up place it's a very fucked up place but like come on can we just like chill on like this day like i agree that there should just be one day of chilling yeah at least have fun you don't have to like recognize how awesome it is to live here right but like have have fun and celebrate the like the strange experiment that is this country, you know, True. like the great experiment. It is a great experiment that will is and shall fail, but it is an experiment Whoa. that we're in the middle of. It could work out. There is. Here's my hot take. There is no way it'll work out. <laughs> so how do you see the the? Do you think like everything's going to split up into different countries and like there's going to be California country and. Or do you think we'll just descend into tribal warfare? Um, I kind of hope it's that. I hope it's more sort of like prison <laughs> law, which you know I love. Um, yep. Basically, I want to be able to like live out all of my revenant-themed sexual fantasies, and that can only happen if we start reverting back as an empire. Um, okay. But that's just me. Um, I don't know what I think will happen. One, I think we'll sink, but that's like totally separate. <laughs> like into the ground? <laughs> into the water. Oh. <laughs> I definitely think that that earthquake's gonna that famous big earthquake is gonna hit the Pacific Northwest and we're gonna like lose that chunk. We'll be mourning for like so many years about like the great disaster of like two thousand I don't know like twenty two. Let's get honest. Um, and then like the rest of the country will just like blow up. Yeah. Thoughts? Okay. I mean, I don't know what I I just can't imagine this experiment working. I just don't think it will. One, I think we need less people. How about that? If we want America to, like, really thrive, we could, like, stand to lose, like, 
How many people live in America? Like, how many are there? Like, 300 million. 300 million? Like, okay, I'm not even trying to be rude. I just feel like we could shave, like, a good 150 million off of that. Like, it's not even about immigration. Like, I think all of the immigrants should stay because, like, they just got here. It's like, you guys should, like, enjoy yourself. You literally, like, just got here. But it's like, I don't know. I'm kind of like, okay, like, 85. Like, time to, like, you know, leave the party before you're kicked out. You know what I mean? Like... Oh, you're saying 85-year-olds? Maybe. I mean, like, what if this country was just, like, a little younger? I don't know. It could right. just be, like, a little, like, younger. You could definitely use a, you could definitely use a facelift. We could, yes, exactly. Like, let's go the Real Housewives of America route and just, like, clean this bitch up. Like, tuck, lift, talks. Like, just make this country, like, not even make America great again. Like, make America, like, young again. Like, yeah. the boomers. I want them out. If Brexit right. taught us anything, it's that everyone over 65 is a lunatic and legally shouldn't vote. Yeah, it's funny how they just ended up deciding the future of the country when they're not going to be around in, like, 30 years. Like, so annoying. Like, cool. That's, like, basically voting for a birthday party theme and then, like, not showing up last minute. Like, um, why am I dressed up as, like, your favorite, like, school mascot? You didn't even come. Yeah. No, I agree. So rude. But I don't know. What do you think? Do you think there's a chance that America will work out? Uh, look. The American dream, sorry to say, dead. Uh... Not everyone should be guaranteed a fucking house or whatever the fuck they want. So That's rude. just not realistic. Okay. So that idea of America, to me, is dead. However, the idea that people should be able to pursue life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, I think, is universal in, in, uh, in the United States and should uh, live on. Mm, that I love, but, like, don't you just get the feeling that we're going to, like, like, that's going to be the thing we, like, take with us the next time we do, like, something like this again. Like, we're going to try again, and, like, version 2 is going to be, like, hotter. America 2.0. America 2.0, which is going to be, like, literally, like, some humans and, like, the cloud (laughs) is going (laughs) to... That's America 2. Although I will say that the American dream kind of exists because I heard that Halal Guys is expanding across the country. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously, yes, obviously there's outliers. Right. When you have a, a superior product like Halal guys. Right. Uh, you're bound for success. I low-key feel like all of this sort of like anti like Muslim Middle Eastern rhetoric would like chill if everyone just had some halal. Like It's true. Like people in the south who like love barbecue and hate Muslims, it's like yo, like just have some lamb over rice and tell me you can't meet in the middle. It's so good. Yeah. Food. Yeah. Food is the real answer. Food is is America like a foodie country? Like, do people in other countries like come to America excited to taste the food, or are they a different? No, people come to no people come to the United States to like gawk at the absurd proportions that we eat. Ugh, do they like lose their minds? I like have not had the experience of someone's first time seeing American portions ever. I'm pretty sure. If anyone out there is who is not from America but listens to this podcast, please corroborate my answer because I know I'm correct. What about your sack of bone slash ball and chain, Pam? What does she think? Well, she, I mean, they like, dude, Canadian. Well, she obviously she thinks that American food is disgusting. Okay. Uh, but because not disgusting, like the the taste isn't disgusting, but she just thinks like the proportions are insane. Uh, mm-hmm. And she's true. I mean, she's right. She's so right. So one time we were we were driving back from from uh, from New Orleans, and we like stopped in West Virginia to to get a little bite to eat at McDonald's, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, we had been eating, like, for the whole four days we were there and, like, going there and, like, coming back or whatever, we were eating kind of, like, disgusting food. So Pam was like, all right, like, we have to eat McDonald's because it's we need to do this quickly. Right. So Like, the fast food element is real. Right. So so we she, like, orders the McWrap or whatever, and instead of getting a soda, she asked the cashier for water, and the cashier was, like, actually confused about what she wanted. Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah. Wait, what do you she mean? Like, water? She she was like, wait, wa- you want water? <laughs> and Pam was like, yeah. <laughs> wait, what? That is such a... Were you like, as an American, that is actually a totally bizarre but very telling experience? Like, uh, I've never experienced that either. Well, yeah. I mean, this was West Virginia, too. We were in the middle of nowhere in West Virginia. Oh, my gosh. Um, so they're like, we all know what water is, but my grandpa sits in there knee-deep to fish. Like, okay. Yeah, they were like, water, you mean like out the toilet? <laughs> um, the bathroom's that way. Beware of shit in it. Right. That's my impression of everyone in West Virginia. 
Right. Um, that is so funny. We should like, what is this country? Yeah, she started to spit. Oh my god. I would actually do anything just like just hear a recording of like, water, what's that? Like, water! 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 <laughs> you mean toilet water? Like, no! Like, just back and forth. <laughs> she just screams and, and, and like, yeah, goes all anime rage yes. on, on the cashier. <laughs> oh my god, Pam needs anime mode. Anna yeah. Pam. Um, <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, or like she just screams so loud that it actually becomes like supersonic and quiet, but every dog in the nearby area starts going crazy. <laughs> like, I said, Vulture! <laughs> and there's <just> like, <laughs> like glass breaking, and everyone's like, we're scared. I'm pretty sure that's how that happened. I'm definitely sure that's how it happened. I feel like you were on your phone. <laughs> yeah, probably was. And, like, didn't notice. I was just ignoring it. That is so crazy. I mean, I will say that, like, um, when I was abroad, I went to McDonald's once, like, shamelessly, whatever. Like, I needed to, like, use their Wi-Fi, um, which was, like, really helpful. But um, I did, like, peek my head into, like, every McDonald's I saw throughout Europe just to, like, get a sense of, like, what the vibe was. The French McCafe is so nice. Mm. I literally saw, like, a beautiful-looking chocolate croissant. I was like, there's no way that's good. I'm going to, like, get it and taste it. And it was, like, amazing. I was like, what the mm. hell? See? Like, I'm down. I mean, there's definitely parts of... But, look, the, the like, known cuisines from America, like, still aren't healthy, even if they are popular and good. Like, barbecue, not very healthy. Right, 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 right. And that is uh, a very American know, cuisine. Like, burgers, not healthy at all. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what But delicious. Yeah, super delicious. Well, not healthy. What is it? Chez Panisse in um, in Berkeley, like Alice Waters, like Michelin star restaurant. It was like the first restaurant to like make the organic thing a thing before it was like a thing. It, like opened, I think, mm. in, like the eighties. Um, my stepdad's actually like, been a bunch, but it was like when it got the Michelin stars, it was like hyped as like the definitive cuisine of North America. That's cool. Um, and it was sort of just like just like the just like the mix of all of these different like. Like veg, like different temperate vegetables, and like the way that it like fused a lot of like elements of other foods, like pasta with like zucchini, but then like you know like a certain type of like like sauce mix that was like very like American or like influenced by the South. I don't know. It's true. It's like all the when I think thinking of like the typical quote unquote American cuisines, they're all. It's all, like, super unhealthy, but it's also just, like, what the really white, white, white people, right. like, created, you know? Right, like, right. The more that The more that America is becoming, like, a mixing pot, obviously there's, like, fusions, and it's becoming, like, healthier and better and stuff. Totally. But all, like, this, like, you know, all the super, 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 like, white people, Northern European food is, like, really, really not good for Totally. You. Yeah, no, it's true. The people that are, like, most desperate to, like, keep America, America are the ones contributing yeah. the least interesting thing to the country. <laughs> right. They're the ones who make the best burnt ends yeah. for your barbecue. <laughs> right, true. They're like, this country's not founded on your curry. Like, um, yeah. could stand to be. Curry's great. Right. Mm. It is. Oh, this is making me sort of like America. Even though it is a police state born to be a fascist empire that burns before me, I do just really sort of, like, like things about it. But don't you think people in our generation are, like, more chill? Like, don't you think when we're 60, everything will be, like, way more chill? Oh, my God. Okay, so do you think that? Like, I think that all the time, but I'm like, didn't they think that in, like, the 60s? Like, what the hell happened? I know. You're probably right. Like, what is going on? I worry that, like, even... I think we're going to be more progressive, more, like, you know, accepting of differences. And, like, you know what it is? I do think that we will inherently be the generation that is more tolerant like such an american idea like not even like radical acceptance and like love that is a very i think like california like liberal idea but like just tolerance this sort of like you know what like whatever like i don't care like that feels like something that our generation will embody but i do think that that also manifests itself with like supreme apathy like if you don't manifest like people's differences or, like, if, if you don't, like, accept people's differences with, like, radical love and, like, support, I feel like it just manifests itself with, like, a lack of care. And then no one's going to really like, give a shit about each other. <laughs> like, I think when we're 65, like, everyone will be more chill, but, like, no one's going to be, like, looking out for thy neighbor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I see. Yeah. Well, I could see that. Just, yeah. And that's that not sucks. a super happy ending to me. It's a better ending, right. but, like, you know... Yeah, I it's don't know. It's almost like, yeah, that's like more doggy dog or something. A little bit, yeah. It'll be more yeah. like, look, like, I don't care if you're transgender, like, black, gay, like, Muslim. <laughs> like, you're all welcome here, but get the fuck out of my house. 
Like that's the vibe I feel like. But you're right. I'll take. Right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll do my best to be different. But I want to be good with my neighbors. Oh my god, you're gonna be so good with your neighbors. You are like a very. You are like if you were supposed to win a senior superlative, it would be like most likely to be like the best neighbor in a neighborhood. No way. No, that's definitely not. Because I don't want anyone to look at me or talk to me ever. But but I feel like if someone knocks, you'd be like, oh, hi, like, here's sugar. Yeah, I'd at least <laughs> want to be able to, like, know who they are. Right, right. Tolerance. <laughs> and know what they're about. Yeah. Totally. I, on the other hand, would be, like, like the nosy neighbor from Bewitch, like, Abner. Like, who the fuck is that girl who keeps twitching her nose? That's me. <laughs> Constantly panicked and paranoid and asking people what they think. Like, hmm, like, what do you think of those neighbors over there who moved into the dead of night? Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Fred and Jesus. All right. Well, that's... Uh, that's July 4th. 4th of July, yeah. Guys, Preview. I love July 4th. It is my favorite. It makes me think. It does. Such a hot day. Not even temperature-wise. Feel me? Very hot. Um, What am I going to do on July 4th? He asked into the void. Like, I kind of want to just get blacked out. I have to work on July 4th. So. Ugh, are you kidding but me? But I get a comp day, so no big deal. Ooh, and you get to use it later? Yeah. Hello, maybe after the wedding? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> or actually, honestly, save it for, like, your la- like some of your time here. Yeah. Like, while you're here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, okay, let's go do devil time, because this is also, like, a quick... <laughs> Worthy of a quick discussion and a freak out, kind of. Okay, I want to hear your take on on uh, on your devil tongue, on our devil tongue. So our devil tongue. Okay, yes. I have never in my life. I am a pretty like huge Lena Dunham fan. Like, uh-huh. really love her, support her. Never has she been my devil tongue, but I will say she's been the country's devil tongue. Like for the last few years, every once in a while, like. Yeah. People just do not like this chica or, like, are looking for reasons to not like her. Some of it is definitely sexist. Some of it is just, like, annoying. And she's kind of annoying. Like, I get it. Like, she is kind of annoying. Um, but I just, like, really respect her and really just, like, love her. She but, takes a lot of the heat that our generation, that people, like, people take yes. anger on millennials out on her because she's so, she's, like, right. uh, the millennial. That is really well said. Yes, totally. It is. She is, like, the lightning rod for that. And yeah. I don't think meant to open herself up for that, like, side note. I, even though, like, there is that famous line from, like, the pilot of Girls where she's like, I think I'm the voice of my generation or a voice of a generation. Like, that line. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, like, it kind of haunted her. So, I mean, yeah. Like, she is a quintessential millennial. I do also think that, like, this always happened. It's always, like, a wrong place, wrong time thing. Even though Lena Dunham was very much right place, right time for, like, the story she wanted to tell. But, like... It's a thing that happened to Iggy Azalea. Like, it's always, like, women in popular culture that end Mm -hmm. up being, like, receiving the lashing of, like, the larger mood of the culture. Like, if it's about, like, white privilege in hip-hop and appropriation, it's going to be Iggy Azalea and not, like, Macklemore that, like, really gets it. And if it's going to be about, like, privilege and, like, nepotism, it's not going to be people like Noah Baumbach who are, like, also rich, white New York dudes making, like, arty films it's gonna be this girl lena dunham like it's always gonna fall on the girl so that is why i was like very defensive of this girl but as you know i am a radical kanye west apologist yes it is a it is a a full-time job (laughs) like put it on my resume like can someone endorse me on linkedin this is a job to me um and so lena literally god bless opened her goddamn mouth about (laughs) <laughs> this music video for Famous, the new Kanye West. Not even single. I mean, here's the other great thing. None of these are, like, singles. Kanye just releases an album, and, like, we just devour it, and then he just does what he wants with it after that. So he released a video for Famous, this song, which is an infamous song on this album, was from the minute it played at the Yeezy 3 Madison Square Garden fashion show because the opening line is about Taylor Swift. Like, I think me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I made that bitch famous. That's, like, the line. Um, which started, like, a firestorm of him being, like, Taylor, like, okayed that line. I don't know, whatever. That's, like, a whole thing. So, in this video, um, it's, like, a bunch of, like, naked, famous people in bed together. They're, Kanye is in it, and I think it's actually Kanye. Um, everyone else, and the people in it, there are going left to right, if I remember correctly. It's, like, George Bush, Anna Wintour, Donald Trump... Um, Rihanna, Rihanna, um, Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift, Kanye, Kim, 
Ty Dolla Sign, Kate, oh no, Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, Chris Brown's in there. Chris right? Brown. Chris Brown is somewhere in there. And Bill Cosby is the last one. So this bed, this like post-coitus, it's like the idea is that there was an orgy. You don't see it, but like everyone's asleep after naked and like various states of like disarray is bookended by George Bush and by Bill Cosby. And then it's like a bunch of like celebrities in there. Um, And it's like filmed on like video on like shoddy video. It's like a reference to um, a painting. I forget like the artist. He's like a Philadelphia based artist. Um, The the painting is called sleep. But anyway, so, so Lena Dunham, one of Taylor Swift's like best friends writes this like Facebook, like, status that is like very long so it's pretty much like an open letter like it might as well have been like a medium post um basically like tastefully here's the thing i like about lena dunham that also annoys me she's very sycophantic and she really does not want to ruffle anyone's feathers and really just wants people to like her so like yeah she thinks everything's great she thinks everything is great like she has an opinion but like her opinion is never about like she really like pads her opinion it's like i believe in free, like even when like howard stern ragged on her he's like i she's like i love howard stern he's like a great example of like the power of free speech and i support his right to say anything but he called me a fat cow and i'm like girl you do not need to like suck up to everyone that was so rude you're allowed to not you know what i mean so even with this open letter she tastefully is like i love kanye west i wait with bated breath for anything he's gonna like release i think it's like important for art to be like uncomfortable however and then goes on to discuss how she like does not like this video fine like but the language that she uses for this video or her problems with the video basically evoke like very sort of like tenuous references to like rape culture and like the objectification of women again totally fair thing to think about things but like I do not fuck with this constant, constant referencing of rape culture in, like, anything that evokes a woman's naked body in which, like, you're not 100% sure, like, who has agency and, like, who doesn't. Like, I just don't know what to think of it. And I also really have a problem with someone, like, evoking rape culture when I know that, like, the main thing that made her want to say something was that she is trying to protect her best friend's, like, multi-million dollar brand. She did it for Taylor. Like... Do not bring up something real like sexual assault in something that it is not in just to sort of like make sure people are being critical of this artwork in order to like defend your friend's like, you know, desire to be distanced from it. Like, I just don't know what to think. I don't know. What I was did, really she, irritated. Why did she evoke uh, sexual assault just because of Bill Cosby? No. Okay. So that is like the, that is like the more troubling thing. She doesn't really reference Bill Cosby. She just says that like, the idea of seeing, like, women naked, vulnerable, like, you know, oh. being, like, being gazed on by this, like, camera made her feel yucky. It felt unsafe. Like, the bodies just sort of were, like, disregarded there. And, like, the camera's just, you know, lingering on, like, Rihanna's breasts. And, like, uh, I get it. I get it making you feel uncomfortable. But, like, rape culture? Like, I don't know, personally, as someone who is, like, very sensitive about those things and, like, definitely... The only thing I love more than Kanye West is, like, labeling myself a feminist. Like, definitely, genuinely, totally am. But, like, why? Why is this rape culture? Like, in what in what world yeah. is, like, the tableau of these people, like, sleeping, vulnerable, all naked together? Like, what about this hints or touches on, um, like, sex that was not consensual? Like, where is the narrative that is being placed in this? Like, I just cannot believe that somebody would just, like, casually mention that. I don't know. It, yeah. it really bugs me. It really bugs me. Hmm. I'm like, you're a lunatic. Like, chill out. Like, you're allowed to not like it, and you're allowed to be, like, mad that your, like, stupid, idiotic pop star friend's, like, brand is being, like, somewhat tarnished. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, are you actually gonna, like, give up a Pepsi sponsorship because of this? Like, I don't give a shit. Taylor Swift can, like, get run over by a truck I would not mourn. <laughs> like, literally, I was like, you suck. Like, I do not. Because here's the other thing. Taylor Swift is someone who has co-opted feminism as, like, a brand. Do you know what I mean? And so, like, yeah. the language, like, the sort of, like, fair-weather way in which they're, they're talking about feminism and objectification and rape, it's just like, shut the fuck up. Like, no. <laughs> that is not what's going on. I don't know. I don't know how to feel because I'm also like, you're allowed to feel what you want out of it, but just, like, do not suddenly put this, like you know, trigger warning thing that you know is going to go viral on Twitter and now completely, like, now, like, this is no longer, like, a piece of just, like, 
art or pop art or just like a video like now it is part of like a larger conversation about like you know what does it mean about you know like the body politic and it's like shut up like are you kidding me hmm. well look i don't understand any of this it's messed up uh, i thought when i saw the video i thought oh this is like a, a fun little uh little thing and it's like all of the kanye uh controversies from the past year are all in one bed in one bed right Bill, Cosby, uh, like, Taylor, Amber, like, yeah. all these people. Right. Yeah, exactly. George Bush. George Bush, right, right. And he's at the far end. So it's almost sort of, like, this, like, inadvertent, like, timeline of, like, the, one of his first controversies and, like, one of his most recent at, like, the other end, you know? I don't know. Right. I think there's something really interesting about that. I didn't see the video, so I can't really, like, talk on it a whole lot, but... But, like, one uh, gets the gist from, like, even, like, two to three minutes of it. The whole video is about, like, 13 minutes. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, I didn't, like, see... I don't know. I mean, the only way it's overtly sexual to me is that everybody's naked, but... Right. I don't know, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I, okay, so I will say, like, obviously this is two men talking about this. Like, I wish that there was, like, a girl here who could, like, say her perspective. They're not. I'm over it. Okay, but, like, <laughs> I just feel like... I find the image actually very, like, in a weird way peaceful. I find it to be, like, not even sexual. It's, like a post-coital image. Like, there is something really, like, non-sexual about it. I don't know. I just am kind of like, can you chill? Like, can you literally chill? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, is every... Should, like, should we go and, like, literally look at, like, every fucking, like, Renaissance painting of, like, a naked woman who looks, like, bored and say, like, she looks like she's been unconsensually painted. Like, I don't know. Like, so much... Like, naked women's bodies are, like, a fixture of art. I don't know what to think. I see. All right. Yeah. I mean, look, you could probably go through a whole lot of stuff that's on TV, on the internet, and deconstruct it and kind of like represent it as in in some fashion or another that wasn't, you know, immediately obvious to the masses. Right. Lena Dunham has opinions. She's allowed to share them on the internet. She is. And she does it very respectfully, which like I find annoying, but also think is like a good move. Yeah. And look, there's nothing more. There's nothing I hate more than uh, than seeing opinions on Twitter that I disagree with. So I feel you on this one. Right. And I don't have anything else to say because uh, I mean, oh, hopefully she's not doing this uh, to help protect T Swift's brand because that would be pathetic. I just feel like it is. I just feel like it is. I don't know why. I'm just kind of like. What about this is more provocative than anything else Kanye West has done except for the explicit use of her best friend in it? Like, yeah, I'm just suspicious. I, I'm suspicious of everything related to Taylor Swift. And I also think that she was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she approved it, but like, I think she knew about the line for sure. I don't know. I just don't trust that bitch. She is so shady. Like, Kanye, you're allowed to not like, but at least he's like, I thought this is exactly how people talk about Donald Trump, which is like so embarrassing, but like, <laughs> yeah, I may not like what he's saying, but at least he's saying it and he's like direct about it instead of like this other female who's very like protective and like <laughs> Hillary Clinton ish yeah. about like her brand and the way she presents herself. But like, in terms of pop culture, like, terms of people who are not like writing legislation like it is different like i don't need someone who's so like like i need to make sure i'm one thing to all people like kanye like get away from me like no no it's like can you just chill can you like be cool like no one gives a shit like it's it's just a line in a song you're just you're you're famous enough to be next to kanye that's in this video like right honestly like you're more like she would have been famous anyway but her relevance in pop culture is is thanks to him (laughs) You know, mm. he put him in conversation with Beyonce. The three of them are always orbiting each other now. Like, in what world? Like, I'm just so over that bitch. I'm over her. Well, so they both suck. They both suck. Um, and, yeah, so. Losers of the Week and Devil Tongue of the Week goes to Lena Dunham. Lele, and, and as always, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. So, burn in hell, Taylor. Lena, I love you, but, like, <laughs> but chill. Um, and don't anyone ever say anything bad about Kanye West. Don't you dare say a word about Kanye. <laughs> don't even say his name. Like, please. And Taylor, honestly, like, next time you want to, like, talk about feminism, have, like, one woman of color in your squad. Have someone who's not uh, a stick-thin model. <laughs> okay. Right? 
all the Siphon mo- models and then short squat Linda Dunham. Yeah. Kind of like off to the side. Right, right. Who plays like mob boss Lou in like the Bad Blood video. Yeah. I'm like, um, yeah. yeah, she's definitely a really good friend to you, girl. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, I would rather look at like any woman that Kanye West chooses to objectify um, for because of their voluptuous ass features than I would ever watch a woman that like Taylor Swift claims to empower by putting her in a video. Like, nope, yeah. Gigi Hadid is not, like, a more powerful image than Amber Rose. Like, sorry. I just don't see it. <laughs> well? Well, sorry, I keep getting back on it. It makes me so mad. <laughs> Clearly. You need to tweet at her or something. I don't know. Ugh, I, you know, I plan to run for office, and so this podcast already is, like, putting me in hot water. Twitter, I can't, I can't go there. They'll screen cap yeah. it. Look, you gotta, I don't know, there's no other way to get out of this unless you get into a thread war with some, uh, some, like, hardcore Lena Dunham's defender. Right. Which would have been me, like, any other day. <laughs> like, yeah. to, to be real. Mm. But it's true. Um, like, Dina Lunham, like, who's this? Yeah, like, right. obviously her, like, um, I don't mean to be mean, but I just really appreciate you <laughs> tweeting at me, of course, but I don't know, I disagree. <laughs> like, ugh. Yeah. Sick of fan. Well... Do you have a good friend? Um, I do have a good friend. Um, my good friend is Shane Bauer, the writer, um, reporter at Mother Jones, who did this four-month investigative piece where he, like, worked at a private prison as a guard um, in Texas, and it's so good. It is a really amazing. Shane Bauer was, like, also a um, journalist in prison in Iran, so he has, like, been, like, in the front line of, like, report, like, you know, non-objective journalism, essentially, Um, and he's, he's really great. And this piece is like really, really, really great. I, it went on, it like premiered online, like a couple days after I happened to, like a day after I happened to finish the fourth season of Orange is the New Black. Um, Mm. and this season of Orange is the New Black, the main plot point is that this prison has been privatized. Like it's privatized. That was the main plot point in season three, dude. It was the end of season three. So like, no, no, no. Mike Birbiglia, no, Mike Birbiglia works for the, for the privatized prison thing, right? Um, Oh, you're right. You know what it is? It's that they bring in, like, an entire... Like, the prison becomes privatized. Caputo becomes the the warden or whatever. Um, and then at the very last episode, they bring in, like, hundreds of new inmates. Um, so uh, you're right. Uh, it was privatized. But, like, the full effects of sort of, like, oh, the see. way that, like, people get lost in the shuffle and, like, how overcrowded the pr- private prison system is is, like, a major plot point of, like, this season. Um, I'm, on, I'm on episode four. What do you think so far? I think it's, like, one of the best seasons of the show. I think it's... Yeah, I think it's great. I, I really like the show. It's and so I good. fucking hate Piper. Ugh. Ugh. It is not a coincidence that she looks like Taylor Swift. I won't go there. <laughs> I won't go there. Um, have you gotten to an episode where, so, like, so, like, someone gets really mad at her? Uh, I, everyone's always mad at Okay, her, never mind. Like, yeah, There's a moment so. that you are going to be giddy about, and I was, like, throwing popcorn at the screen. Like, I almost, like, popped a bottle of Prosecco. I was just like, you <laughs> get what you deserve, girl. Anytime the camera gets away from her, I'm happy. She's boring. Yeah, I really don't sucks. like her. Yeah, really the show got her. better in the second season when they made it an ensemble and, like, moved away from her. Um, yeah, right. And that is the other good season. I didn't like the third season, but I liked the second, and I loved the fourth. Um... It's an amazing show. But yeah, so this feature, you should read it. It's incredible. Um, Mother Jones is fucking amazing. They're like a Bay Area-based, like, beyond liberal paper. They're the one that leaked that um, Romney video where he's talking about, like, the percentage of Americans he actually cares about, like, the 45% or whatever. <laughs> um, and they, like, kind of put them on the map since then. So they've gotten a lot of funding to, like, allow for stuff like this to happen. Um, cool. It's great. You should read it. And his reporting is, like, unbelievable. Dope. Yeah. What about you? Who is your guard for armed? Uh, look, <clears throat> hate to do it. I had a very popular Instagram post recently about uh, my Game of Thrones fandom. Uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Um, regram I, it. Like it. Regram. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, regram. Um, I, will def- I definitely have seen it. It's the one where you yeah. have, like, a map and a book and, like... <laughs> Like, you're just in it, right? Right. Um, anyway. Okay, yeah, so who's the good friend? So, uh, end of season six <gasps> of Game of Thrones was last week. People were Episode loving it. was really crazy. Uh, and, yeah, just good job. The season <laughs> overall, I, I wasn't a huge fan of. thought they got sloppy a little bit. Okay. 
thought they suffered from not having source material. Right. Um, but they really did season uh, the last episode of this season uh, well. Really? Since, uh, what was yeah. so good about it? Without giving I mean, it away. The whole season, they were just they were good about really speeding things up and, and moving along plot plot uh, plots for the different characters and stuff. Nice. And everything's kind of like coming together finally. Rarely, I feel like rarely in TV shows that are like this, where there's a lot of like you know Lost. You never got like the payout really. Right. Like, you never really got the payout. You kind of did, and if you were like, I don't know, weird and artsy, you appreciated the ending. Right. Like you did. Right. But Game of Thrones, this season was a lot of like payout. I see, I see. So I appreciated that. Because they didn't have to be a slave to anything. Are they going right. the lost route of having an end date to work towards, or no? Yeah, they announced they're only going to have, like, 13 more episodes or something. Wait, what? That's, like, one yeah. season. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's the end of the story. Holy shit, really? Yeah, I mean, they're going to do... I think they might do two seasons and make it, like, shorter seasons. I... Ugh, maybe my least do, favorite like, thing one in the America. summer, one in the winter or something, but... I see. And then what happens if George Miller actually... Oh, my God, George Miller. George Martin actually writes his book. Would they come back and, like... Dude, they got, like... He's got at least ten more years before he's done writing the this story. Because... Wow. He's not, he's not done with... The season, the TV season that just ended is supposed to be the book that has not come out yet. Right. That's insane. (laughs) he's got this book, the book that he's working on right now, and then he's got to do a whole nother book before it's like the the end of the story. There's no way this will happen. The cast will be dead. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. God bless, uh, 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 yeah, whoever is depending on him to do his stuff. Right. Because he's a slow worker. Maisie Williams is like, please, I have a mortgage. Yeah, right. Um, that is so funny. I just want to know so bad if it's, like, possible for a writer to, like, work on a project where, like, the film version has surpassed him and not let it influence his, like, storytelling. Oh, I really hope not. I hope not, too, but, like, is it possible? I guess it depends on if he even watches. He might not. Yeah. A lot of these people Who knows? He does? Uh, yeah, who knows? No, I have no idea. Oh, okay. No, but uh, I know that he, like, contributes to... Right, the Reddit or whatever. To, like, no, no, <laughs> he Lime. contributes to... He'll, like, give the people who are the showrunners on, on Game of Thrones, like, the major thing. Like, obviously, they consult him about, hey, what's the end of this story? And then right. he'll tell them, and then they decide whether or not they want to use... Interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he does still have his, like, authorial stamp. Yeah, definitely. There's, like, parts of the show that... Are definitely like oh that's a that's a that's a George R R Martin bit. Fascinating. Yeah. Mama like. So, I think I've had George R R Martin be my good friend like nine times like, in the show. He, like ten times. He must but, have a record. I also would like yeah. to say that the Instagram photo you mentioned is geotagged in Westeros. That's right. So, um, and Pam commented geek. So let's just really. <laughs> Oh, also, I commented OMFG in, like, different comments, and I literally was flagged as spam, like, not allowed to go on Instagram for, like, one hour. (laughs) (laughs) So that photo cost me. Tight. Very worth it. Super tight. I think it's worth it, too. Yeah, you're in it. Well, I'm Mm. really happy for you. That's, um, that's John Jack D for any Instagram Mm. fans out there. Right. Follow, like. Regram. Okay, regram. Uh, comment. <laughs> comment. Yeah. Regram. Also, uh, I'm really excited for Kevin Durant to join the Warriors, so I'll just say that. Is that going to happen? No, but oh. we can dream. We can dream. Because he's a free agent, right? He is. Were there rumors he was going to go to the Warriors? Uh, Well, you know, there's rumors about everything. Hot. Yeah. But, I mean, there's rumors that he... If he were to ever leave Oklahoma City, that the Warriors would be the team he wants to go to. Damn, that's so sick. I would love that. Just have like, a player to, like that. Can't wait to order my number thirty-five Durant jersey. Durant. Durant. <laughs> I want. I want one that says "Gare," a Middle Eastern way of saying "girl," on the back of a jersey. Thoughts? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Rula's dad can't say the word "girl," and she was saying that how he always would like. When she would go work at his golf course and, like, do ridiculous things to, like, entertain herself, he would come in and be like, Gare, what are you doing? Like, literally, <laughs> Gare. 
Like, not even rule us. <laughs> not even rule Oh, because be, she'd be with her friend Elizabeth, and, like, he's trying okay. to get rid of all the gophers in the golf course because they're ruining the lawn, and they would feel bad for the gophers, <laughs> so they kept putting up signs being like, hug a gopher day, it's national hug a gopher day. And he would, like, come into the office with all of these signs being like, gares. <laughs> gares? Oh. <laughs> all right. So. Typical dad thing. Typical, yeah, classic dad. Um, we should go. Yep. It's 4th of July. I wish Fourth you were here. I'm pissed you're not going to be here, but America oh, well. is what it is. Right. Another disappointment this country's given me. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> well, on that note, Jacques, as you're called in French Canada. A happy B-movie to all. <laughs> and to all a guinea. <laughs> Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. Run through the meadow and scare up the milking cows Run down the beach kicking clouds of sand Walk a windy weather day, feel your face blow away Stop and listen, love you